WTBEL.com. Live, local, and talking about the teams that matter to you. This is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovelin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by Automotive Color and Supply. Caleb and Kenny in the morning. James Payne joining us here this morning. By the way, the Cougars are going to be opening up their football season at home at Darcy Stadium this uh, well, evening, a 6 o'clock start against St. Xavier. So uh, the suites are going to be open. The Jumbotron will be operational. Uh, a lot of different things uh, to see and experience at Darcy Stadium this evening when you go and uh, check out the St. Francis Cougars. So uh, do indeed, if at all possible, get on out there to Darcy Stadium. Fort Wayne Tin Caps in action last night. They were winners. We're going to be talking with Mike Nutter a little bit later on in the show to find out uh, just eight games remain in the regular season. Two here at Fort Wayne uh, tonight and tomorrow. And then... Uh, a six-game road series, and uh, then that's it for the regular season. But the Tin Caps hanging in there despite that influx of call-ups uh, that, that occurred a couple of weeks ago. And uh, it's, it's just uh, next-man-up mentality. So uh, we'll talk to Mike about that as well. We'll also be talking with Justin Kenny of OutsideTheHuddle.net. Caleb and Kenny in the morning, high school football coaches show up. Oh. You know what? Let's just talk to him right now because he is on the talk and sports phone line powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union. Justin, good morning, sir. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we doing? We are fantastic this morning. Week three of the high school football season is in the books. And uh, as we have always uh, said for years and years, you kind of uh, separate the contenders from the pretenders after week three's play has uh, culminated. And I, I think we did a little bit of that last night. And let's start out in the Summit Athletic Conference. Well, the Carroll Chargers, 70, uh, what was it, 76 to 7 over the uh, Southside Archers last night. And, and on the uh, turf at Southside. And uh, Carroll scored, what, 64 of those points before, uh, before halftime. And then... Uh, just cruise from there with the rolling clock. Yeah, pure domination by the Carroll Chargers last night and uh, the worst loss in terms of points allowed in school history for Southside dating back to 1922. And as much as we look at Southside with Coach Andre Goodwell as let's hope they can turn it around, it's still a long way to go. It wasn't going to be a quick fix. And I think you look at South and, and now 20 straight losses 
And it can be really difficult to climb out of the cellar of the SAC once you're there and once you're there for an ex extended period of time. And that's kind of where we look at at Southside right now. And then conversely, Carroll, after that week one loss to Hamilton Southeastern and people were questioning, well, is, is Carroll down from where they were a year ago? And granted, they went to the 6A state championship game last year. So uh, the last two weeks have kind of shown us maybe where Carroll is in relation to this year with a hard-fought win over Warren Central and then a route of, of Southside yesterday. But we didn't learn too much in this game other than reinforcing our opinions of both where Carroll and Southside are respectively and where this conference is at. Correction, the, the final score to 78-6 to six in favor of the Carroll Chargers. But, uh, yeah, and it, it's, it's one of those things with, with Coach Goodwill at Southside to just keep the kids invested in the program and, uh, and, and keep adding kids to the program, uh, create the culture of football. Uh, at one time, Southside was a very formidable program. And, uh, you know, from the Tony Macon era, if you will, back in the day and uh you know it's it's it could happen again so we'll we'll see but uh carol over uh, Southside, 78 to 6 and other scores it was dwanger getting their first win of the season beating the Northside legends 21 to 12 at shields field it's a good win for bishop dwanger after starting the season off 0 and 2 and and last week's um beat down at the hands of cincinnati moeller over in ohio and Toby Tipman with a big night with 117 yards rushing and a touchdown. Carter Minix, 122 yards receiving and a touchdown. And this was a game we looked at and say, which team needs this win more, Bishop Dwanger or Northside? And you felt like either way, the team coming out 0-3 was really going to be feeling rough this morning. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where Northside is this morning. And, and as I mentioned to someone last night, the two biggest issues for Northside are no Bodie Dickerson and no Jonte Lambert. And, and we, we said, and when you lose a dude that ran for over 200 yards per game in Jonte Lambert, it's going to hurt. But I don't think any of us recognize just how big that was going to hurt when you also take away Bodie Dickerson and the experience that he brought and the poise and the experience and leadership at the QB1 position and take those two guys out of the equation and it's a lost football team in terms of Northside. And, and as you mentioned, Jim, when you start, when those losses start piling up and people start turning against each other and we live in an instant uh, gratification world and kids want to leave and parents are, are, are mad and we know how this city is, it's a fickle city, is when you're on top, you're on top and everybody loves you and everybody wants to go play for you and you're great. When you start losing, you drop pretty quick. And that's kind of the danger zone that, that Northside is in right now is if you can't get the ship righted, all of a sudden all those kids that wanted to come play for you, that starts drying up. The parents that are excited about what the direction of the program, they start getting uh, perturbed and looking elsewhere. It, it's, it's so easy in this city to fall off and fall hard, and that's where Northside is right now. They have to get back on track and not allow this thing to completely collapse. Because as soon as, as quick as they jumped up in the, in the minds of the city, that's how fast they can drop off. Well, and, and Justin, we, we also, in moving forward, uh, we talked about both bishops being down perhaps this year after week two. 
And uh, that included the Bishop Lewis Knights, who were hit hard by graduation as well. Uh, they get a 37-14 win over the Northrop Bruins last night. That was a get-right game, too, for, for Bishop Lewis, for an offense in particular that looked largely lost through the first two weeks of the season. And you wondered, man, is this team going to be able to find any type of consistency offensively? And credit to Bishop Lewis, because I felt – that Northrop, after seeing them play a lot of that game against Wayne last week, that this is a team, particularly without Bishop Lewis, looked the first two weeks, that could be a factor in this one. And they were for about a half before Bishop Lewis, credit to them, pulled away in the second half. And when you look at entering week three, 0 oh, and 2, and you're starting the conference season, and you can sell, hey, blank slate, right? You're 0 and 0 in the league. And to get that win in week three, and now you're 1-0 in the league. So Bishop Dwinger 1-0 in their division. Bishop Lewis 1-0 in their division. It really cancels out in a lot of ways the first two weeks and the struggles you went through because, man, it, it's, it really gives you a, a, a boost uh, mentally as opposed to, man, losing your first two games and losing your first SAC game, that can be a struggle, and we're kind of looking at that with the likes of Northrop, Concordia, North and South here this morning. Mm-hmm. For sure. And, of course, uh, moving on in the uh, Summit Athletic Conference schedule, Snyder exerted their will on Concordia by a score of 52-6, to six, just uh, furthering that uh, notion that, hey, the Snyder Panthers are, at this time, the elite of the Summit Athletic Conference. Credit to uh, Jamarion Kulik-Bodie, who had a couple interceptions versus Concordia last night, just a, a dominant performance all around from the Snyder Panthers. And, and now we, we knew... Uh, that week five, the showdown between Carroll and Snyder was going to be it in the SAC as the two best teams by a considerable margin, and that was just reinforced by the performances of both last night. So uh, circle that on your calendar for September 15th as Carroll will head over to Spooler to take on the Panthers. And then just when you thought Homestead was having a down year, they come up and, well, come on, they surprised a lot of people with a 41-10 win over the Wayne Generals, who that, those same people were very high on the Generals the week before. That's the danger of us putting so much stock into the non-conference is you looked at Homestead and going, oh my gosh, what's wrong with the with, with the Spartans? And conversely, you looked at Wayne and said, wow, they're, they're really, really good. Mm-hmm. But then you look at the opponents those two teams played. Homestead plays Carmel and Noblesville. Wayne plays Attucks and Northrop. And then it starts to come into focus a little bit more as, well, how good or how bad are these teams really? And Homestead was able to go into Wayne Stadium last night and say, just because we have an 0-2 record, we played two of the better programs in the state, and we're going to bounce back, and that's what they did. And I don't know if, if Wayne kind of came in there with a little bit of swagger being 2-0 and and felt like they could handle their business, but it was Homestead that did that to them. And it's amazing how your opinion of a team can change positively or negatively when you start the conference season. Oh, no doubt about it. Now, moving over to the Northeast 8. Last night, the Columbia City Eagles, 49 to nothing over Belmont. Belmont still has not scored a point in three weeks, giving up 131. Conversely, Columbia City, 140 points on the board, just giving up 22. But is that strength of schedule as well? Because they've they've beaten the likes of Belmont in Plymouth in the in back-to-back weeks, and uh, will the you know, as the uh, 
will the schedule get tougher as we go on? And that's what we usually see with the Columbia City schedule. It's backloaded again, Jim, and, and, and we, we feel, and you mentioned it, okay, after three weeks we have a good idea of where a team is. We still don't really have a good idea of where Columbia City is in the hierarchy of the NEA because of that schedule, playing Busco, Plymouth, and Belmont. And then they go to Huntington North next week, and that's a team that got shut out by East Noble last night. So that back end of the schedule, the second half of the schedule, as it's been for the last several years, is going to be telling for Columbia City. They're handling their business, but when you go, man, where do they match up as comparison to New Haven or East Noble or Leo? That's an open question right now. But when you talk about teams that when you fall to the bottom of the league, it can be tremendously difficult to dig itself out. You're looking at Belmont now with 15 straight losses, and, and Nick Hall, one of the nicest dudes you'll find around. You just you feel bad for the guy because it's just so difficult once a team hits rock bottom to really dig them out. We talked about Southside. You look at Belmont, and, man, it's, it's incredibly difficult for the Braves to get any type of traction, and especially when you're starting your season off with Heritage South Adams in Columbia City. I mean, there's no built-in buffer there where you can get any type of confidence, and unfortunately the Braves 0-3. They get to go to Norwell next week, but it's, it's difficult right now to look at Belmont and say, is there a winnable game on the regular season schedule at this point? That's true. And speaking of Norwell, uh, when was the last time they started out the season 0-3 after they were shut out by the Leo Lions, 33 to nothing? And how good is Leo? Because their only loss was to Kokomo, who everybody says is uh, is one of the better teams in Northern Indiana. Well, and that's the difficulty in trying to figure out the Northeast Eight right now. As you can say, well, Columbia City and New Haven look like the two best teams, but. I am more impressed with Leo's loss to Kokomo than any win on New Haven or Columbia City's schedule at this point. Mm -hmm. And so for the Lions, and Caden Hurst continues to make a huge impact with big-time plays, and that happened again last night. Yes. And when you look at that team and you go, okay, now you're looking at a two-week stretch heading into next week where you go New Haven, East Noble, back-to-back. That's when we'll find out really about New Haven and East Noble and Leo. So we're finally getting those games in the conferences, particularly in the NE8. We're like, okay, now we can really figure out where these teams are because the non-conference schedule and that record can be deceptive at both winning or losing. Well, speaking of uh, the New Haven Bulldogs in a game you heard right here on 1380 AM 100.9 FM with Brett and Shannon on the call, the Bulldogs took care of DeKalb last night by a score of 48-28 and uh, was spread around. Uh, Donovan Williams did a great job distributing the ball to several different receivers. Uh, the ones, that, you know, the uh, Johnny Washingtons and Milam Grahams and, uh, and, and the like. Um, but New Haven, 3-0. and Yeah, absolutely rolling. Donovan Williams yesterday, 22 of 26. 269 yards, four touchdowns. Not a bad night for Donovan Williams. And, and that's going to be the key for New Haven when you look at surviving the NE8 and being a team that's going to compete potentially for the league championship is Donovan Williams needs to be on his game. And I'm not saying he has to go 22 of 26 every game. What I'm saying is he has to avoid the, the, the mistakes. And he has a propensity to sometimes throw into traffic, make wrong decisions, with the ball. And when, when, you're, when you're beating up on teams, that doesn't seem to matter. But when you're getting into tight games against the Leos, 
the snowball, that is going to matter. So the good Donovan Williams that we saw last night against the Cal, that needs to continue. And it was just a quirky game last night because New Haven's up 41-7 to at halftime. And so you have a running clock to start the second half. And New Haven does not touch the ball, does not run an offensive play in the entirety of the third quarter. There was a fumble on a, on a, on a kickoff return that gave the ball back to, to, um, to DeKalb. And then an onside kick to DeKalb. Like if, if that game wasn't a running clock, then maybe DeKalb has a chance to really make that one a game. But due to the running clock, because once you reach 35 points, that clock doesn't start stopping, even if you get within one point. So mm-hmm. it was kind of a quirky third quarter for New Haven, but they were able to pull out exceptional performance, particularly offensively, and they rolled now 3-0. and Final game of the NEA last night, East Noble 51 to nothing over Huntington North. Not much to see here. Xander Brazel, a phenomenal night for East Noble, and uh, they bounced back in a big way after losing to Snyder last week. And I thought that was a respectable performance against Snyder in week two, particularly offensively. So East Noble gets DeKalb on the road next week before that big one, week five, hosting Leo. Let's move to the ACAC quickly. Uh, and I guess one that uh, a, a little, it was surprising, but then again, it wasn't. Brent Kunkel becomes the winningest coach in Bluffton Tiger football history with a 41-6 to pasting of South Adams. And I didn't see this coming. I knew Bluffton was good, but I knew South Adams was good too. Does this change the narrative of what we're seeing in the ACAC? Because we entered the season going, okay, Adams Central is going to be that team. They're going to roll through the ACAC, and everybody else was playing for second. Mm-hmm. But what I saw out of Bluffton last night, they can be a team that can challenge Adam Central. They're going to be a team that can challenge Adam Central in terms of physicality and being able to get the ball downfield and quickness on the edges. Because last night was the first time in a long time I'd seen a South Adams team look like the slower, less athletic team in an ACAC matchup. That's how good Bluffton is. They were really tough. They were physical. They were consistently able to turn the edge on the outside. They really defended the pass really well, which is something that South Adams thrives on, particularly in league play. It was a complete performance out of Bluffton. You look at, conversely, what Heritage did, too, yes. shutting out Woodland, and we're saying, man, could, could we actually have a, a race in the ACAC with Adam Central at the top? Could Adam Central Bluffton be a game? Could Adam Central Heritage be a game? Let's hope, because we could definitely use some intrigue in that league. Oh, definitely. I mean, we've got Heritage at South Adams next week. Uh, that'll be played at Adam Central. But, uh, you know, and then you, then you got Jay County's 3-0 and now. Strength of schedule once again, but Jay County takes on Adam Central next week at home. So we'll see what happens there. And of course, Adam Central, a 54 10 winner over Blackhawk Christian. And um, kudos to the Adam Central coaching staff. Uh, I'm, I'm sure a first year program like Blackhawk Christian, that could have been a lot worse. But, um, well, let's just say uh, decorum prevailed. Yeah, it was it was, it was basically a, a scrimmage for Adam Central. Got their work in, put in the reserves in the second half, and it was a good learning experience for Blackhawk Christian. So we've got Adam Central was a winner. Bluffton, as we talked, Heritage. Uh, Casey Colkman shuts out Woodland, and then Jay County over Southern Wells, forty-three to twelve. And and now, you know Jay County, as we said, three and zero now. And could they, uh, you know. Could they put a wrench into things too? I mean, this this ACAC uh, for a seven team conference 
is going to be full of intrigue as we go into the middle weeks of the season. And when you look at Adams Central, they get Jay County on the road and then Heritage and South Adams at home. They have to go to Bluffton in week eight. Could could the conference come down to that game at Bluffton? It was a dynamic atmosphere last night in Bluffton. I imagine it'll be the same if it's a battle of undefeateds in week eight. But as both Coach Kunkel and and Coach Moser will say, plenty of football to be played before now and that week eight showdown. Definitely. Well, Justin, thank you for, well, I was going to say thank you for waking up early with us this morning, but, uh, you, you have, a, a in an under one in the, in the household. So you were probably up. I mean, your wife was probably up early and then woke you up, right? <laughs> Maybe it was up bright and early at 7am this morning. Little so gym. I guess I got to sleep in a little bit, but you know, not ideal. Okay. <laughs> Well, thank you for joining us each and every week. We appreciate your insight into high school football. And uh, can we talk to you next week? Absolutely, fellas. Appreciate it. Have a good weekend. Sounds great. Thank you. That was Justin Kenny from Caleb and Kenny in the morning, also uh, outside the huddle.net, OPS, high school football coaches show. Other than that, he just sits around and uh, doesn't do a whole lot. We're going to go to break, but before we do, I want to tell you about my friends at Culligan. I uh, had my had my salt delivery taken care of this past week. Nice. I still have the water softener. We we live in a rural area, and uh, boy, do we need it. And thank goodness for that water softener. And Culligan will deliver my salt for me uh, at a very competitive price. Get it all taken care of. We're home. Then they'll dump it in. They'll do all the labor for you, take care of everything for you. 484 8668. That's 484 8668. I know I've talked about their, their water softener checkup and the reverse osmosis drinking water. They do so many things and they have so many excellently trained professionals to make sure that your water goes through your home with the most pristine, the purest water possible. So give them a call today 484 8668. Give your people Culligan Water. We'll be right back with more. You're listening to Talk and Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. If you looked at your auto or homeowner's insurance rate lately, think it's about time to get a competitive quote? Call the Wise Insurance Agency today at 260-747-5373. Located at 7410 Bluffton Road, Wise Insurance is a local company that's been in business for 25 years. Being an independent agent working with over 15 A-plus rated carriers allows Coach Ron Wise to assess your needs and determine the best option for you to give you maximum coverage with the most affordable premiums. The Wise Insurance Agency also offers motorcycle, RV, and watercraft insurance, as well as renter's insurance, flood, and umbrella policies. Multi-policy discounts are also available, and make sure to ask Ron about the good student discount up to 20%. Let Coach Wise show you the fundamentals of getting the right insurance. Don't put it off. Contact Coach Ron and the Wise Insurance Agency team today at 260-747-5373 or find them online at thewiseinsuranceagency.com.
best by doing the best. So before you buy, invite Honest Abe out for a free inspection and to explain the advantages of having an Honest Abe permanent metal roofing system installed on your home. What's crack a lack in Indiana? Fred Grody here from Grody Mitsubishi. And this September, I've got disco fever. So you can get a groovy deal on a stellar Mitsubishi you love. Here's the skinny. If your old ride's a bummer, bring it to me. And I'll help you drive a nifty new ride for just $7 down. Oh, Suki Suki. So even if you're still making payments on your current ride, I want to help you ditch it and boogie down on a car you love. Because right now you can drive for just $7 down. But Fred, what if my credit's a little funky? Don't worry, darling. My For the People credit approval process is out of sight. We've got good vibes with the banks and lenders who want to approve you. So ditch your old ride and drive something groovy for just $7 down. I'm Fred Grody and I am a dealer for the people. Visit me between Lake and State on Coliseum. See all my rides at GrodyNation.com. That's GrodyNation.com. Peace out. Credit and $7 down required bank approval. Negative equity may be refinanced. Example, stock number R3910, $7 down, 199 per month for 72 months at 7.99% APR. Offer absolutely expires September 30th, 2023. Are you ready to pack with power and precision? Packer Jack, your local packaging experts. From stretch wrap to banding, tapes to corner boards, and edge protection and PPE, we've got it all to ensure your shipments arrive safe and sound. We offer stretch wrap machines and battery-operated banners for ultimate efficiency and convenience. At Packer Jack, we take pride in delivering top-notch quality and exceptional service. Visit us today or online at PackerJack.com and experience the difference with the trusted packaging partner right here in the Tri-State area. Wrap it up with PackerJack. PackerJack.com. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovelin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply, Saturday morning. Beautiful day out in northeast Indiana. A little uh, Margaritaville to bring you back. And, of course, if you haven't heard, uh, we lost Jimmy Buffett last night at age 76. Uh, he passed away surrounded by family, friends, and music passed peacefully. And uh, I'm sure that's the way he would have wanted it as well. But 76 years old, so uh, rest in peace, Mr. Jimmy Buffett. All right, Fort Wayne Sports History, September 2nd. In Blake Sebring's book of the same name, Fort Wayne Sports History. In 1947, the GE Club Voltman won their first of three national semi-pro baseball tournament championships. Also in 1993, Latroy Hawkins loses the last game of the season for the Wizards to end his 13-game winning streak. And also in 2011, Northside ends Bishop Dwinger's record 38-game SAC football winning streak by virtue of a 26-16 to victory over the Saints. And that is your day in history from the book, Fort Wayne Sports History by Mr. Blake Sebring. Taking a look at our MLB players, Zach McKinstry from Northside High School, singled in five at-bats in his Detroit Tigers 4-2 win over the Chicago White Sox. McKinstry is hitting 237 on the season, has eight homers, 16 stolen bases, 30 RBI, and uh, once again has played seven defensive positions and uh, also DH'd. Kevin Kiermeyer, Bishop Lewer's grad, was two for four last night with a run scored and a walk in his Toronto Blue Jays 13-9 win over the Colorado Rockies. Kiermeyer is hitting 271 this season, five triples, six homers, 31 RBI, 12 stolen bases, five. Outfield assists. 
So there you go for that. Also, Facts Over Fandom, the podcast everybody's talking about. At including- least us. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what's new with Facts Over Fandom? So saw something interesting this week with Stephen A. Smith talking about Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo uh-huh. and how Jimmy Garoppolo, according to Stephen A. Smith, enjoys dating women who are in adult entertainment. Okay. And so I thought, wow, this would be a perfect week to talk about defamation and what is slander, what is libel. I'm going to be talking about that in sports law this week here at Trine with my students this upcoming week. And I thought, I don't know if that's true or not, but if you're going to go public with that, it better be true or else you could find yourself in a lot of trouble. That's right. Yeah, because otherwise, yeah, the, the old adage, you know, well, I'm not lying. <laughs> Still, you know, and, and how much do we need to know about the off-the-field exploits of our professional athletes? Do they, you know, and a lot of people say, hey, they make a lot of money, so they're on display, and we as fans have a right to know whatever we know, and they have to, uh, you know, step with the 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 good foot if you will and anything they do is going to be magnified and going to be caught especially with social media now but but how much is too much well they say you never want to meet your heroes right but uh you know athletes there's a little bit greater scrutiny because they're higher standard but at the same time i i agree you know i really just want to watch them on the field and i don't want to know what they're doing off the field except for the good stuff you know your charitable endeavors things like that that's fantastic but Unless, you know, they're doing things that would be illegal. You know, you think about Michael Vick and the fighting dogs and things. Well, obviously, that's criminal. It's but, cri- yeah, if it's criminal, yes. Yeah. But otherwise, you know, I, I'm nobody's pastor. You know, everybody's got their own life to live. Yeah. 46862, Automotive Color and Supply, text line 46862. Put TS in front of your message. Uh, before we go to break, want to run down the high school football scores one more time for you. And uh, from last night in the Summit Athletic Conference, it was Carroll over Southside, 78-6. to Bishop Dwanger, 21, Northside, 12. Bishop Lures gets their first win, a 37-14 decision over the North of Bruins. Snyder goes to 3-0 and with a 52-6 victory over Concordia. And Wayne loses to Homestead. 41 to 10 over the Northeast Eight Conference. It was Columbia City shutting out Belmont 49 to nothing. East Noble a 51 nothing winner over Huntington North. New Haven 48, DeKalb 28 in a game you heard right here on 1380 The Fan 100.9 FM. And the Leo Lions shut out Norwell at Norwell 33 to nothing. Moving to the Allen County Athletic Conference, it was uh, in a non-conference game. The Adams Central Flying Jets over Blackhawk Christian, 54-10. to Bluffton gets a 41-6 decision over South Adams in a battle of unbeatens. And Brent Kunkel, the Bluffton coach, is now the winningest football coach in Bluffton history. Congratulations, Coach Kunkel. Heritage, a 26-0 winner over Woodland. And Jay County moves to 3-0 with a 43-12 victory over Southern Wells. In Northeast Corner Conference, it was Fairfield 35, Central Noble 6. Garrett shuts out Busco 27 to nothing. John Glenn 30, Angola 24. Lakeland, now with 163 points through three weeks of the season, 69 to 14 over Prairie Heights. It was West Noble 41, Eastside 17. And uh, didn't have a score from Fremont at North Central, but we'll uh, effort to get that for you. Those are the scores from around Northeast 
Indiana at this time. We're going to go ahead and go to break. Then when we come back, we're going to be talking with Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar Chat. We'll do that when we return. You're listening to Talk and Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply, on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. I'm not exaggerating when I say this. QC Kinetics can change your life. You can live again without that chronic joint pain and without drugs or surgery. Hi, it's Caleb Hatch. QC Kinetics is advanced regenerative medicine. They take your body's own concentrated healing properties, put them right into your joints to restore and repair that damaged tissue that's causing all that horrible pain. The patient satisfaction reports are astonishing. Finally, a real alternative to the old ways of dealing with pain. And unlike surgery, there's no downtime with QC treatments. If you have constant pain in your knees, hips, shoulder, or back, you need to call and get a free consultation for the medical professionals at QC Kinetics today. Imagine this fall, moving around pain-free, doing the things you love again, walking, hiking, playing with grandkids. Call QC Kinetics and see how the latest advances in precision regenerative medicine can attack your pain and bring you lasting relief. Now is the best time to get started. 260-333-9383. That's 260-333-9383. 260-333-9383. If you used to hear a whole lot of this, but now you can barely hear this, you need to check out RelayIndiana.com and CapTel, the caption telephone. CapTel allows you to get your groove back when using the telephone. It uses voice recognition technology so you can read on a bright screen what the other caller is saying. Go to RelayIndiana.com and add clarity back into your conversations with CapTel, the caption telephone from Relay Indiana. Visit RelayIndiana.com now. Homebound Meals has a desperate need for drivers. Here's what Ann, a volunteer for three years, has to say. I choose to deliver for homebound meals knowing the clients receive nutritious and tasty hot meals. I enjoy being a volunteer driver for homebound meals because they're an efficient and caring organization who feed the local community. All it takes is an hour and a half once a week at lunchtime. Call Barb at 422-3296 at Homebound Meals for more information and to volunteer. Call 422-3296 today. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply. Saturday morning, beautiful day on tap. Beautiful day for the start of college football. And I'm talking nationally and locally as well because the University of St. Francis Cougars are kicking off their season at Bishop John M. Darcy Stadium against St. X, St. Xavier. And on the Talking Sports phone line, powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union, is University of St. Francis Athletic Director, Mr. Mike McCaffrey. Mike, good morning, sir. Good morning and happy game day to you, my friend. Yes, indeed. And, okay, this, this is my 13th season of being the PA announcer. And just like the first 12, I am a nervous wreck. <laughs> 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 and, and I just, I, anyway, yeah. Uh, you'll, you know, it'll be great. You'll, you'll, it's going to be a fun day. It's going to be a fun night for you over there at the Darcy Stadium. You're going you're gonna to entertain our fans like you always do. Okay, and and once again, Mike, how long have you been the athletic director at St. Francis? Uh, this is my 13th year as okay. the athletic director, my 16th overall at USF. Okay, uh, full disclosure here, when, when you asked me to be the PA announcer for the football team and I said, yeah, sure, 
I'd never done a football game in my life. I know. There, I, I remember. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. It was awesome. We, we, we had total faith. You had faith. I had faith. We all knew we could do it. And look, here we are 13 years later and and, uh, and rocking the home crowd at Darcy Stadium on Saturday. And, and, and I just refused to leave. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, and before we get to football, I mean, we've got some other things to talk about because the men's soccer team uh, got another win recently. And, uh, boy, I'll tell you what, uh, they are competing with the best of them. Yeah, they really are. It's, uh, it's a fun group to watch. Um Mamba has, has Chisoni has really come in and, and put his mark on this team, and you can tell by the way they play. Um, I'm not, I'm admittedly not the the most savvy soccer uh, aficionado, but you can tell kind of in a style of play um, from from one to another. Where maybe in the past we were more of a defensive team and trying to keep people out of the goal, and and it was very apparent this year that that, that was not Mamba's mentality. He's an attacker, um, so we we attack and. And we've got guys that are getting after it, and uh, goalie's been playing well and, and keeping them out. Um, but uh, yeah, they they got another win, so they're 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 doing what they got to do in the non-conference schedule. And obviously, when we get to the Crossroads League here in another week or two, um, the the heat will turn up a little bit, and we all know how competitive our conference is. So this is these are good games and good matches to get out of the way and to get some experience. But it's all going to come down to how we how we do against the the big dogs in our conference. Well, it sounds like you got the right man in the right spot for that as well with Mamba, and uh, it, it should be an exciting rest of the season for them. Also, news out of the University of St. Francis Athletic Department, the men's and women's basketball schedules were released. And uh, what are some of the highlights to those schedules, Mike? Well, we're going to host a classic on the women's side uh, at home. Uh, we haven't done that in a couple of years, so we're going to bring some teams in. Uh, Goshen and a couple of non-conference teams come in. Um, the, the men's team is, has got a few ranked uh, non-conference teams that we're going to play. Um, it's, you know, we, we don't shy away from, from tough competition in the non-conference schedule because we know that prepares us well for the Crossroads League season. But um, just like anything else, uh, you know, we, we missed the, the tournament last year on both sides, the men and the women. And uh, I know that's something that uh, Coach Lacrosse was very committed to, to ensuring didn't happen again this year with his, his off-season recruiting. Uh, Coach Henny, the same way, has got a great class coming in. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be fun and hustle. Um, I'm, I'm excited to watch these teams. The men's team may look look different than any other team we've had. It's certainly the tallest team I've ever been around, and we got some we got two Indiana All Stars on our team. We've got some graduate transfers that are going to come in and bring some immediate leadership and impact. Um, Brandon Northern is our our returning point guard, only a sophomore. Uh, Zane Burke and those guys, and then on the women's side, uh, bring in uh, Fordyce. Taylor Fordyce from right here in Carroll, mm-hmm. uh, freshman to put her along with Emily Parrott and Chloe McKnight and Allie Madden. And, and when that team really, really grew last year, so I think the, the benefit uh, from having everyone back from last year and what they went through with such low numbers and Coach Henny coming in so late, they're going to benefit so much this year from another uh, year to be together. And I, I think we're going to do pretty well on both sides. But, again, uh, no nights off in the Crossroads League. It's on the men's side, Wesleyan and Huntington and Grace and all the heavy hitters in Bethel. And on the women's side, you've got Marion and Wesleyan and Taylor. And, and it's no easy, no easy games there. But uh, but I'm excited to watch these two teams get after it this year. Definitely, and and I'm I, I'm familiar with the Henny family. And thinking about Jeremy coming in at the last minute last year and what he did with that program, 
and to give him an entire offseason to prepare recruiting, which he was adept at before that, but but still to give him an entire offseason and know his personnel, oh, I, I'm excited to see what happens there. So uh, yeah. we are talking this morning with Mike McCaffrey, athletic director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar chat. Now let's uh, turn to football. And uh, the Cougars take on St. X tonight at 6 o'clock start at Darcy Stadium. And uh, talk a little bit about some of the players that uh, the fans will be excited about. Uh, quarterback Garrett Yoon, who, who seemingly won the job late last season when he came in and uh, produced right from the first snap he took. He did, yeah. And now he's, I mean, he's coming out of... Uh... I think Lawrenceburg or Brownsburg High School. I can't. I always get them confused. But he had such a prolific high school career down there and came in. And we kind of thought that, that he may uh, grab that thing last year. And, and obviously we had a fifth-year senior in Heath Simmons who started the season. But, um, you know, when you hit a little bit of a, a rocky road, you, you make a move. And Garrett came in and, and did nothing short of uh, carry this team towards the end of the season. Uh, obviously we finished four and six, not where we wanted to be. But uh, even in the games we lost, he was he was a leader. Um, and then you bring in a, a gra- another grad transfer from IU, uh, Grant Gremmel, uh, to compete with him. And he, he won the job this, this uh, preseason, this camp. So uh, Grant's right there. Uh, he's going to be ready to go if we need him. But Garrett is our quarterback, and, and certainly at least to start the game today. Uh, I love Garrett Yu, and I love what he brings to our team, what he brings to our locker room. Uh, just, a, just a great, great human being, a member of our, our student leadership team. So uh, everybody pulls for Garrett Yoon, including Grant Gremmel. Um, but like I said, if, if something happens, then we know Grant is right there ready to go. He didn't come here to, to sit, but right now it's Grant uh, Garrett's team. And offensively, we'll have some new guys to throw to. I think our receiving core is pretty much all new with some transfers. Um, we've got uh, McCall Ray, a, a receiver from IU, that's going to play kind of in the slot um, and going to be a big target probably for Garrett. And then we've got some guys on the outside that are uh, a little – a little taller and a little more athletic than maybe we've been in the last couple of years. And then on defense, we bring everybody back. So A.J. Moore and Nate Pallum and uh, Connor Price and all those guys are going to be back here. Our, our entire defense comes back. So we feel good about that side of the ball offense. We feel good, but it's just some question marks and just haven't seen this thing play out yet. But uh, excited to see Coach Nate Jensen run that defense and then uh, Coach D and, and Adam Sherman on the offensive side of things. So uh, St. X is always a great first test for us. Um, We've, we've gotten them. They've gotten us. It's been kind of 50-50 throughout the time I've been here, but uh, no better test for a first game than to get the number 14 team in the country to come to your place and uh, try to get that first top 20 win out of out of a few that we're probably going to have to get this year. And and it'll be new and exciting once again with the uh, with the new Jumbotron scoreboard and, and the suites and uh, everything in, in the newest version of the University of St. Francis Cougars football team as well. So it uh, should be a lot of fun. If somebody wants to come to the game, how do they do it? Uh, where do they get tickets, et cetera, Mike? Uh, tickets online on the website, stfranciscougars.com. Uh, ticket link is right on the right-hand side if they want to get them before they come. Uh, $10 at the door for adults, $5 for uh, students and seniors. So they can get them at the door, but we like to offer that opportunity to get it ahead of time so you don't have to stand around and wait at the ticket booth. Uh, we'll have QR codes all over the uh, the parking lot and the stadium, if people want to snatch that QR code and get their tickets before they get to the gate, it'd be easier. But uh, we will take some cash at the at the gate if that's what people want to do. But uh, I'd plan on getting there, oh, you know, about 5 o'clock or so if you want to uh, beat the crowd and, and avoid the long lines at the beginning. That's right. Well, 
Mike, we will see you later this afternoon. I can't wait, uh, even though my stomach is telling me otherwise. But <laughs> uh, the butterflies are, are there, and, and, and I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. So well, that's a good thing, right? You got to have a little bit of butterflies. You got the, the, the good nerves. That's right. On your toes. Yes. That's what this is all about. Yeah, that means you want to do a good job. Yeah. Yes, so. sir. All right, Mike, we will see you a little bit later on this afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate the time. Have a great one. All right. That was Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director of the University of St. Francis. We're going to go ahead, step out, take a break, and then when we come back, we're going to be talking with Mike Nutter, President of the Fort Wayne Tin Caps, in our weekly Tin Caps chat. We're going to find out about this uh, homestand that's uh, concluding tomorrow, and uh, we'll find out more about uh, in this. So uh, we'll talk about that when we return as well. You're listening to Talk and Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. Not only do we have the best lineup of shows on Fort Wayne Sports Station, but our podcast bench is the deepest in the game. Download the latest Caleb and Kenny in the morning and Sports Rush show every day. Listen to the best in Fort Wayne high school sports, including replays of games, plus Fighting Irish preview during Notre Dame football season. And for you IndyCar racing fans out there, our morning guys Caleb and Kenny bring you new track record every week. Find them all and make sure you subscribe at 1380thefan.com or wherever you listen to podcasts everyone's heard the saying that when one door closes another one opens well if it's time to get rid of those old ugly shower doors then let city glass specialty open the door of endless possibilities to help beautify your bathroom we can custom cut and install all types of framed or frameless shower doors choose from a variety of styles including clear obscure or frosted plus we also offer custom etch designs Want your shower doors looking new for even longer? Does preventing hard water stains and reduced cleaning time sound good? If so, you'll be glad to know that the experts at City Glass Specialty can also provide a protective coating for your shower doors that does all that and more. For new shower doors, call the specialists. Call City Glass Specialty at 260-744-3301 or visit cityglassspecialty.com. Honest Abe Roofing is a different kind of roofing company. The best part was we got a quote, not an estimate, so we knew what we were going to pay. With Honest Abe Roofing, you'll always get a quote from the very beginning. Honest Abe is Northeast Indiana's quality roofer. The best materials, the best installers, and the only roofing company in Fort Wayne that gives customers a guarantee above and beyond any manufacturer's warranty. Oh, yeah. I definitely use Honest Abe again. Honest Abe Roofing, 286 Roof. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovelin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply, along with Brandon Bogorski. I'm Jim Shovelin. Thanks for tuning in as we're talking local sports of all sorts until the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. And then we break away for Fighting Irish Preview with Phil Hauk, the judge, and America's foremost authority on Notre Dame Fighting Irish Football, Mr. Tim Priester. So stick around for that one. And on the Talking Sports phone line right now, powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union, is Fort Wayne Tin Caps President Mike Nutter. And Mike, this season couldn't be going down to the wire any closer than it is. Just a game and a half back after a big win last night. Jim, it's great to be on with you. It's been awesome. You know, we've had a few iterations of this team, and uh, the one that we had last night was great. Uh, another great crowd of 61, 6,200 or so with high school football going on. 
We're already over 7,000 tonight. Tomorrow should be a big one. Dylan Lesko, the number one pick of the San Diego Padres last year, got his first professional win ever. The big man, Griffin Dorstring, our first baseman, hit it off the third story of the Harrison above the tinted windows, a shot like we haven't seen in a long time. It was a lot of fun, and we're going to try and do it again tonight with fireworks and birds, Zerk, and all kinds of stuff going on. And, of course, when Mr. Dorshing uh, comes to the plate here tonight and tomorrow, I'm sure people will gather in left and left center uh, to see if he's going to duplicate that feat and maybe get a carom off the Harrison. And, you know, of course, Mike, uh, I did a little research or received a text from Mike Moss that says that that was the seventh home run that hit the Harrison on the fly in the history of Parkview Field. Did you know that? I did not know that, but I knew it was not the first one for Mr. Dorshring because in the COVID year, we played all the high school and college games out there, as people will remember, because our season started late. Mm -hmm. My son and I were out at Parkview Field on a Saturday morning for a doubleheader of the Purdue-Fort Wayne Mastodons against the Northern Kentucky North. And a huge cartoon-like character came up to the plate for NKU. And the guy hit a ball off the Harrison in the air that broke a piece of the brick. <laughs> and that was the same guy, Griffin Dorshring. Played My. for NKU, went into the portal, went to Oklahoma or Oklahoma State, hit like 20 home runs in his one year at that level. The Padres picked him. The fans were mad when Martorella got promoted. I get it. But this young guy's got three or four homers in a week. And these travel a little differently than when you and I used to hit them. Oh, yeah. 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 Mine used to dribble. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well, Mike Moz, if you're listening, that I guess that would be eight balls off the uh, Harrison there now. But, uh, you know, collegiately and, and professionally. But uh, uh, what an exciting time, Mike, to, to end the regular season this way. And tonight's game and tomorrow. Uh, tell us what's in store for fans that come out to Parkview Field tonight and tomorrow. And, and I mean, and, and not the least of which is that game and a half uh, little separation. Be yeah, between. no doubt. I mean, we are fighting. The guys are in it. Johnny Matthews has done one of the best managing jobs I've ever seen. We've had 16 guys promoted to double-A San Antonio. I call them the San Antonio Tin Caps down there, <laughs> and they're winning down there, and we're happy they are. Uh, but, you know, we're right there in the mix, a game and a half back. And so tonight, perfect weather tonight and tomorrow. 6.35 first pitch tonight. Gates open at 5.05. Post-game fireworks. Our good buddy Bird Zerk in for his one time this year. Caps against Cancer, where we will raise thousands of dollars tonight for the Parkview Cancer Research Institute. It's one of the best nights of the year. As we talked this morning, there are a couple hundred lawn seats left. There's a couple hundred seats in the seating bowl right now. Maybe we open up more closer to game time, depending on the pass list. And then tomorrow night, we're right back at it uh, to finish up the season with the South Bend Cubs. I should add, they have one of the biggest prospects in baseball, a center fielder that the Cubs traded Anthony Rizzo for several years ago when he was some youngster in the Yankees system. Well, now I think he's six foot five and a center fielder that can run. Kevin Alcantara 
So Cub fans, come out and see him. Tomorrow we're at 6.05, a special Sunday night game, a holiday game with Labor Day the next day, post-game fireworks, plenty of tickets available tomorrow. It's going to be dry. It's going to be warm. We've been so blessed with great fan turnout this year and with only two rainouts, it's been awesome for the staff. And so get out there one more time in the Parkview Field because these boys are fighting for the playoffs. We haven't been in the playoffs since 2017, and we're about as close as you can be right now. And, of course, with the regular season finale being on a Sunday, uh, what about autographs, Mike? You know what? With a, with a night game, we can't do it tomorrow. Uh, we've let people know that all year, but it's a great question. I think we're going to give away some autographs throughout the game like we did the one other time they weren't able to do it on a night game. The fans get it. The players need to start moving out of the apartments and all that kind of stuff. And then we'll go over to Dayton for six days, and here's hoping when they get back, Forget the apartments. Here's hoping they're in the hotel for a little while and there's a nice playoff run. There we go. That certainly is uh, is something that uh, we would love to see. And, of course, uh, you can follow the Tin Caps uh, on the road right here on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM as well. But, Mike, as we wind down the season, I, I guess what are what would be your takeaways Uh of the the 23 season with the Fort Wayne Tin Caps because there's been so many storylines not only for the fans but for baseball fans as well. Yeah, I think the first one for me is the fan turnout. Mm-hmm. We talked internally as a staff about reversing some of the trends with a lost season in COVID, a limited one in 21. 22 was great, but still we had the COVID shadow hanging over. We've done that. The fans have responded in a huge way. You know, I hope we get in the playoffs. If we come up short, I still think a few years from now we're going to look back and say, all those guys were on that 2023 <laughs> season, you know, because it's just we've seen so much talent come through. A 17-year-old, three number one picks with Merrill and Snelling and now Lesko, it's been loaded. I'm going to appreciate Johnny Matthews and beg the Padres to send him back next year because he has done an incredible job of keeping them in it. I'll think about a staff that has worked hard, and you balance the old promotions with the new and some of the fun Paw Patrol stuff. And A couple nights ago was our first ever Grateful Dead night with the players wearing tie-dye and probably thousands of fans wearing tie-dye. It was a pregame concert. We try and thread that needle of the old tried and true, like the birds irk and fireworks tonight with new stuff. And I'm really happy with the, with the front office and how they've responded and the work ethic and the work they've put in. It's been an absolute blast. And, again, I'd love nothing more than to be talking to you a week from today, and we're still in it, and we're telling people, well, if we get in there, it's going to be a playoff game on Tuesday night, and we're going to need some help because as we sit here today, We've sold precisely zero tickets. <laughs> we haven't had the lead or, you know, been this close in a while. And so, but I have no doubt if that happens, the Fort Wayne fans will respond and maybe we put a couple thousand people in there. But we always say in the playoffs, there might not be as many people listed in the box score, but they're hanging on every single pitch because it's the big time baseball fans in the region. Yes, indeed. Well, let's, uh, 
Let's have a cup half full mentality, Mike. We will talk to you next Saturday. I can't wait. Thanks, my friend. All right. Take care. That was Mike Nutter, president of the Fort Wayne Tin Caps, in our weekly Tin Caps chat. And guess what? That's going to do it for Talking Sports for his Saturday, September 2nd, Labor Day weekend. Many thanks to Justin Kenny of OutsideTheHuddle.net, Caleb and Kenny in the morning, OPS, High School Football Coaches Show, on and on, so on and so forth, for joining us this morning. Also, thanks to Mike McCaffrey, University of St. Francis Athletic Director, and, of course, Mike Nutter of the Fort Wayne Tin Caps for joining us this morning. Thanks so much to Brandon Podgorski for keeping it all smooth. You have no idea behind the scenes what Mr. Podgorski had to do to make this smooth this morning. Oh, my goodness. But do it, he did. So, I've heard my Labor Day. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, and you got still got sweat on your brow there. My goodness, yeah. And thank you for tuning in each and every week to Talking Sports. So until next week, have a great week, everybody. I love that high school sports are about so much more than winning. I couldn't agree more. While the immediate goal might be to win a game or championship, the real purpose of high school sports is to develop good people, not just good athletes. I'm Robert Falkins, a proud South Bend LaSalle Lion. And I'm Carrie Rosati, a proud Ron Colley Royal. We're both assistant commissioners of the Indiana High School Athletic Association. In education-based athletics, we care just as much about how student-athletes are performing in the classroom as we do about how they're performing on the playing field. That's because high school sports are a tool to build the character of student-athletes, not just their athletic skills. Developing the whole person rather than just the athlete. That's what high school sports in Indiana are all about. Support the real purpose of education-based athletics by buying a ticket to your high school's athletic events. This is training good athletes. This is developing better people. This is your IHSAA. What's crack a in Indiana? Fred Grody here from Grody Mitsubishi. And this September, I've got disco fever. So you can get a groovy deal on a stellar Mitsubishi you love. Here's the skinny. If your old ride's a bummer, bring it to me. And I'll help you drive a nifty new ride for just $7 down. Oh, suki suki. So even if you're still making payments on your current ride, I want to help you ditch it and boogie down in a car you love. Because right now you can drive for just $7 down. But Fred, what if my credit's a little funky? Don't worry, darling. My for the people credit approval process is out of sight. We've got good vibes with the banks and letters who want to approve you. So ditch your old ride and drive something groovy for just $7 down. I'm Fred Grody and I am a dealer for the people. Visit me between Lake and State on Coliseum. See all my rides at GrodyNation.com. That's GrodyNation.com. Peace out. Credit and $7 down required bank approval. Negative equity may be refinanced. Example, stock number R3910, $7 down, $199 per month for 72 months at 7.99% APR. Offer absolutely expires September 30th, 2020. Are you ready to pack with power and precision? Packerjack, your local packaging experts. From stretch wrap to banding, tapes to corner boards, and edge protection and PPE, we've got it all to ensure your shipments arrive safe and sound. We offer stretch wrap machines and battery-operated banners for ultimate efficiency and convenience. At Packerjack, we take pride in delivering top-notch quality and exceptional service. Visit us today or online at Packerjack.com and experience the difference with the trusted packaging partner right here in the Tri-State area. Wrap it up with Packerjack. Packerjack.com. Live from the Hoopy Insurance Services Studios, this is WKJG 1380 AM, 100.9 FM, The Fan, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Podcasts by Federated Media.